This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. James Flippin is back. James, um, all right, let's put that stuff aside. Anything percolating big? I actually do have two news stories that connect to what you were just talking about in its own way. Chuck Schumer yesterday said that artificial intelligence is one of the most unique or important challenges facing Congress right now. And they're having an artificial intelligence hearing today in D.C. where Elon Musk will be uh, providing testimony or you know disposition, whatever. And apparently Elon Musk is being blamed right now for the war between Russia and Ukraine. I don't know how much you've heard about all that. There was supposedly the Starlink satellite system. The Starlink satellite. Yeah, you can't blame the war on him. Boy, artificial intelligence like these people, the Congress (laughs) intelligence. I mean, this is real stuff. This is this is why, gosh, I'm so depressed about certain things in our public life. These people are so mediocre they are, you know, career politicians. They don't have the bandwidth. They don't have the intelligence. They don't have the capacity. They don't. Uh, they're just thinking about their own little needs and wants. And I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all. And they're going to start regulating artificial intelligence. They have no idea. Elon Musk goes in there and he laughs at him. So did uh, what's his name? Um, the Facebook guy, Zuckerberg. Yeah, him. Remember when he showed up and he was like, he felt sorry for these lawmakers. They didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Mm. All right, what about the Aaron Rodgers thing? Anything new about that? Yeah, well, actually, the NFL Players Union is now calling on all 32 NFL teams to install natural grass fields because the thinking is that artificial turf, even though it's not like the AstroTurf from the 70s, it's improved somewhat, that artificial turf increases injuries. So the Players Union wants them to get rid of the artificial turf, nothing but grass. Well, they've had artificial turf since 1972. I think the Houston Astros were the first. Well, actually, in the NFL, it was the – I had to look this up because of the story. But um, the Philadelphia Eagles in 1969 installed artificial turf at Franklin Field. And Aaron Rodgers gets a boo-boo, and now they want to change the damn field. The players have been criticizing the playing surface at MetLife for a long time, though. They've said that that Meadowlands field, MetLife Stadium in particular, has a really dangerous (laughs) playing surface. Well, look, um, somebody came up to me and said, how – I can't believe you're being so mean to Aaron Rodgers and, you know, like, wow, he really meant a lot to New York. And give me a break. Number one, I don't know where he's from. I can guarantee you it's not New York. California. All right. That's There's that. Uh, like Jerry Seinfeld once said, you know, when you're rooting for your home team, you're not. You're rooting for the clothes. The laundry. The, the uniform. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what else about that guy? I took another look at his house in New Jersey because the fire department showed up there for some weird reason. False alarm. Um uh, it's bigger than the Delta Airlines terminal at LaGuardia Airport. It even looks like an airline terminal. Yeah, it's a glass house, right? I mean, you know, you want to feel sorry for somebody. I know, I know people who've been fired, you know, in the past month or so, right? And they weren't making, they didn't win the Super Bowl one year. They don't, they're not a sponsor of some crazy watch company and cars and girls and all this stuff. The last person in the world you should feel sorry for. And you take one look at the guy. I mean, one look. And that's all it took for me. He's too old. He's too old. Look at Tom Brady. He defies age, right? And, oh, by the way, he works like a demon, like a total demon. Right. You never see him out. This guy's screwing around at the 
the sideline of the uh, what is it? The Knicks game, mm-hmm. you know, like where the celebs are. And he's got this big goofy look on his face. He's just enjoying life too much. Hey, that's great. Have at it. You can't be a quarterback of a winning team with that kind of, I'm going to say, laziness. And mm. I talked to some other football guys who actually know their stuff. They're like, one of the problems is he wasn't working out. Mm. He wasn't training hard. Mm. And I believe that. I see the footage of him. He's like tossing around the ball with friends. Well, I mean, there has been a lot of uh, commentary surrounding preseason in the NFL. And you know, nobody really plays in the preseason anymore because they're so worried about injury. But some have said you're actually kind of increasing the risk of injury but not giving these guys some more on-the-field, real-speed practice time, which is, in essence, what preseason is supposed to be. The other thing, Aaron Rodgers uh, was drinking that crazy Hayakasha tea, which is some sort of psychedelic. Ayahuasca. Whatever it is. It gives you all kinds of visions and weirdness, and it's a hallucinogenic. Right. So he was drinking this stuff and talking about how you should drink it, and then he's hugging everybody. I love you, man. I love you, bro. Which is, you know, just not the eye of the tiger. You want you want a killer, mm-hmm. all right? You can love humanity, but you got to get to work. Yeah, hugging everybody. You, I love you, bro. You know what's kind of interesting is that last night on X, I was going to say Twitter, uh, former sportscaster Keith Olbermann was commenting on the Aaron Rodgers injury, and he uh, quote tweeted a tweet from the Jets where they said, you know, not the way any of us wanted it to go. And Keith Olbermann said, well, I wouldn't say any of us because I guess he doesn't like Aaron Rodgers because of the whole vaccine thing hey, or something wanna, like that. that you, think, you think that's a provocative tweet? Did you see what I put out this morning? Did you see it? Hey, does anybody have Twitter? I can't actually access my Twitter. I've been blocked by Twitter from accessing my own Twitter. Yeah, it's a long story. I can't look okay. at my Twitter. Can somebody else put it up right now? And you can read the tweet. I just kind of actually probably said half of it, but it's pretty damn good, especially the end, the zinger. Uh, Keith Olbermann is a very deranged man, by the way. It just came off as very bitter to me. Like, I mean, I don't think, like, you're not happy, per se, that Rodgers is hurt. You're just saying you knew this was going to happen. Yeah, Diego, why don't you read my brilliant tweet? Sorry, but Aaron Rodgers lost the eye of the tiger when he started drinking that dopey, psychedelic, crazy tea concoction. Concoction. He became a big, I love you, bro, kind of guy. Lost his edge. I wonder if he'll be drinking that stupid tea on the bench. Oh, that's right. That's the line. You think he'll be drinking that stupid tea on the bench? Thank you. He does plan to stay with the team through his injury. So he's got kind of like a, you know, consultant, coach, whatever. Like a mascot. He could be like a mascot. Don't do what Aaron did. Well, his house is like an airport. So, you know, I guess you could say he's like a mascot for the Jets. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, really, your, your heart will get broken sooner or later if you dedicated to worshiping sports figures. Oh, that's for, oh man, that's for absolute sure. As a Mets fan, I can tell you that much. What are we going to do about the Dino? He still acts like he's 12 years old. He, You know what? I think that the Dino makes a point. I'm not sure. I talked to him about it more off the air, that it's like, you know, the fans that you feel for. Because like what you said, you know, so many of these fans, you know, like they, they kind of... No, I want the their... fans to smarten up and straight... I mean, no, I don't feel... I mean... I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for the fans. No sympathy for the fans? What do you mean sympathy for the fans? They're passionate about their team. They want to see their hey, team win a championship. You know <laughs> there are illegal migrants coming here yes. from all over the world yes. taking over America. I understand There that. are drag queens in the school. You got passion? Start writing letters to your congressman. But not everybody. Start protesting peacefully, but start protesting. You, want, you know what they want? They want you... Uh, high on the Ayakasha tea. They want you smoking dope. They want you watching Netflix. They want you going to these stupid woke football games where they play the black national anthem 
Before the national anthem, oh, by the way, you know what? Play the black national anthem. I'm going to take a knee. But Greg, I want to take a knee. Is there a black national flag? No. There's one national flag, the American flag. Anything else they try to get me to uh, stand for, I'm taking a knee for. And including that, what is it called again? The uh, the black national anthem. It's a lift all voices oh, and all voices. And this rise is nothing against. This is this is because we have one country. It should be unified. And yeah, but you know that what? is a song of I'm sorry, it's they're trying to rip us apart. And oh by the way, if there was a song for white people, which God forbid, I would sit down, I would I would take a knee, I would protest that. I would just it's so horrific. All of it. Now you could say that Van Halen is like an all white. I've heard people I think we could probably pick some. <laughs> yeah, we could find some. All right. So, um, I I would just say the only that as a as a someone who follows sports and politics, I think sometimes it's they're both kind of like fandom. You root for this team, you root for that team, you root for the red team, the blue team, Yankees versus Mets. It doesn't you know? get I mean, you anywhere. It doesn't get you anywhere. But the but worrying about politics usually doesn't either, though. That's the thing. You're no, right. actually, actually, right now, buddy, we are on the verge of losing this country forever, forever, forever. It will be irreparably different, irreparably, if Trump doesn't win. And if, God forbid, something happens to him, a, a, a sane, like-minded conservative doesn't win. Not even a conservative. Just somebody who believes that we should have a border. Just somebody who believes that we should not be prioritizing uh, gender over <laughs> right and wrong, over math and reading and science. I mean, my my requirements these days are actually pretty modest, and I don't consider myself, you know, he's a mega right wing extremist. What's right wing extremist? But what does the average person do to get involved? Like, what's what's the average person do? Like, you sit on your couch, you yell and scream at the TV about football, but what do you do about politics? Number one, there are a couple of things. There's a lot of things you can do, a lot of things, and I haven't thought of all of them. But number one, yeah, you can write a letter. I know nobody wants to do that. It's much easier to just bitch and moan and uh, sound off and make a phone call. But no, you got to write a letter to these guys write a letter to abc news write letters pen and paper um what else can you do yeah you can get active on social media it's not nearly as effective as the letter writing but it's a it's a start uh what else can you do uh you can protest peacefully you can you can vote you can register to vote you can give money to a pack to a political action committee to your favorite candidate you can actually call up and make an appointment to see your congressman to see your councilman to see your state senator, to see your state assemblyman. Do you believe how um, how many elected people we got? I mean, it's kind of getting crazy. It is dizzying. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, at Floyd Bennett Field, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, there will be a protest. Sid Rosenberg and Curtis Lewa plan to attend a protest against the migrant tent city at Floyd Bennett Field. Oh, yeah, Floyd Bennett Field, the old airport. Um, it's kind of far. So you're oh. saying, like, for a protest? <laughs> I just, <laughs> here I am. you got to do this. you got to do that. I don't think the subway even goes near that place. Yeah, you got to drive. You got to right. drive. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's good that they're doing that, and a lot of people are going to turn out. And uh, yeah, that should be. Yeah, I just don't want anything bad to happen to Curtis. I mean, you know, gosh, he's well, he's everything. Look, he's been shot before, and he survived that. There's no stopping Curtis. Mm-hmm. So um, Sid's going too, huh? Yeah, apparently they're both going to be there. Yeah, I saw. Topple it. the tents rally, they're calling it. Topple the tents. Topple the tents. Are they going to try to do that? They're going to take the tent. <laughs> I don't think away? the tents are up already. So all right. Uh, thank you, James. Thanks, Greg. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.